0: hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of daily dose of dan on a weekly basis get out of bed make your toast gotta get yourself a daily dose yes yeah, so what's crack we're back again episode five of daily dose dan on a weekly basis um hope everyone's doing okay uh we're coming out of lockdown at the moment still coming out of lockdown but yeah everything's starting to kind of reopen again we're all kind of being able to see people and stuff um i probably understand that it's, it's probably a bit hard for people as well that like I know myself, like I going into Tesco and stuff, I kind of be a bit wary about it and be like, "Oh, what if I get the coronavirus?" Like, do you know what I mean? Which is highly unlikely, but same time, um, I I get it. So you know, if that's something you're fearing about going back to normal, uh, I I don't know what to say to you, but uh, what I will say on it is I understand because I feel like a lot of people probably are experiencing that, but they just don't want to say it. So I get you. I I get where you're coming from, and you know. It's it's a natural feeling to have as far as I'm concerned. Anyways, this week um we've we've been through a lot regarding government formation as well. Uh, so if you don't know if you're not from Ireland or whatever, um, we currently have no government. Now I'd imagine by the time this episode is posted, we will have a government, and Mehal Martin will be our new T shock. So congratulations to Mehal Martin. Don't fuck it up, please, man. Although I feel like if fianna past record is anything to go by they probably will but you know let's try keep positive about it all right there's nothing we can do about it now so we might as well just try hope for the best and hope that michael martin really does try his best and i hope he picks good for you nice ministers hope he doesn't pick stupid ones because i feel like that happens a good bit but anyways enough on him i can't stand his accent so i'm gonna stop talking about him michael martin that's who i'm gonna stop talking about just in case he didn't get that Politics aside, the weather in Ireland this week has also gone through a few big changes. We started off the week and it was A1, man. Oh my God, I went for a swim and everything. Well, I always go for a swim, so it doesn't matter. But it was class, wasn't it? It was it was so good, so sunny, you know. Everyone was out and about. And then we got to Thursday. Thursday I had a barbecue in my house and it was sunny the whole day. It was nice, you know. Had a few friends over, had a few drinks outside, social distance and all that stuff. And then come 7 o'clock, uh, it started pissing rain. Come 8 o'clock, there was thunderstorms uh since then the weather has just remained shite um uh, hopefully it picks back up again because I, I can't stand looking out my window and just seeing clouds well some clouds are all right but you, you know what i mean just a big gray sky no no context to the clouds no shapes or anything um so hopefully the weather just cops the fuck on and starts you know behaving good again because i love a nice out sunny day as you all probably know I suppose the rest of the country does as well. I feel like the sun lifts our mood. And just makes. Makes feel A1 doesn't it. I've been lost for stuff to do this week actually as well. I've. I've. I've, I've, lo- <sighs> I've literally just been trying to find stuff to do. The whole. The whole week. Um, I feel like part of that is to do with David Dobrik. And. The fact that I've finished all his vlogs. That was a sad day. Do you know when like your favourite series ends. And it's just like. Shit what am i meant to do with myself now i've just spent like 40 hours watching you and now you're just gone to be fair series probably are longer than 40 hours but but i hope you get what i mean and um, because of coronavirus david Dobrik isn't making any more vlogs so i've not looked forward to it. that's that's jesus my life is very bleak if <laughs> that's what i'm going for but you know what i mean you know if they took up such a part of my week last week and now i'm just like what's the point in anything because i can't watch david Dobrik anymore he was at my breakfast he was at my lunch he wasn't at my dinner because my mom doesn't let me watch videos on my dinner uh, to be honest i'm not that unsociable that i'd watch videos on my dinner anyways but you get what i mean <clears throat> you know he's just he's gone just no more content from him and uh, now i'm like okay what's the crack of that dave so dave you're listening start making the vlogs again please because i'm 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 lost i feel like Freya Rides. i'm lost without you and yeah so th- that's that's it on david dobrik this week i want to discuss a topic that i feel gets fuck all exposure to be quite honest gets like it's i know i talk about it a lot but it, get, it doesn't get a lot of exposure in let's say mainstream media and stuff like that etc Um, i want to talk about some mental health and yeah I, do, I really do want to talk about it because i feel like my purpose when i started this my purpose jesus I just some of the stuff i say on this is just absolutely shocking but my whole thing when i started this was i kind of wanted to talk about interesting stuff i suppose but i also kind of wanted to talk about stuff that would be impactful and i wanted to be able to instigate a conversation on topics you know i know there's only what 20 people who listen to this on average every week but i feel like if i can get 20 people to think about mental health and think about the bigger picture of mental health that's all i want i really just i want to I just want to get the conversation going get the ball rolling and that's what I'm gonna do because there's no better place to do it than here where I have a platform that I can shy talk well no, this isn't gonna be shy talk that I can talk about something important and hopefully that importance gets passed on to you and you can pass that on to other people because one thing that I am really passionate about and anyone who knows me my I'm not going to say my biggest but one thing I uh, probably is my biggest passion is mental health and well-being a uh, good mental health and well-being um, and I like to promote it I suppose and um, I feel probably that's something to do with the experiences I've had with mental health in my life and the experiences other people who I am close with have had with mental health on their lives as well so I'm just going to get the ball rolling today I'm going to start the conversation and we're just going to get into it. I'm I'm, I'm kind of structuring this in my head at the moment. So it's, uh, I'm not sure what way we're going to go with it. But you know what we'll do. We'll start off with a definition as Dan always does. So get ready, get seated and get ready to hear the definition on mental health. So the Oxford Dictionary defines mental health as a person's condition with regard to their psychological and emotional well-being. And I don't think that does it justice in the sense... <coughs> jesus in the sense that it um it's a definition yeah but it's it's not a great one is it it's just kind of simple so i found this a website called mind.org um, so they're a mental health charity in the united kingdom and they've they've a really kind of good way of explaining it i suppose so i'm going to give this a read for you now so in many ways mental health is just like physical health everybody has it and we need to take care of it good mental health means being generally able to think feel and react in the ways that you need and want to live your life But if you go through a period of poor mental health, you might find the ways you're frequently thinking, feeling or reacting become difficult or even impossible to cope with. This can feel just as bad as a physical illness or even worse. Mental health problems affect around one in four people in any given year. They range from common problems such as depression, and anxiety to rare problems such as schizophrenia and bipolar disorder. I think that's something that that really, I found that really good in the sense that something I always try to stress when talking about mental health is... It's okay to feel a bit mentally unwell, I suppose, sometimes. Um, it's okay to be struggling with your mental health. You know, we've days where we've tummy bugs and we've days where we've headaches regarding our physical health. And, you know, if you've days where you're just feeling really anxious or you're just feeling on edge, that's, that's all right. It's when it kind of manifests into the, I suppose, mental health problems that it becomes the issue. But you're allowed to have days where you've bad mental health, just like you'll have days where you've good mental health. And the thing is, you don't realise you're having good days where you have good mental health because that's just you being quote unquote normal. Do you know what I mean? Um, that's why I feel that's really good because on par, like if you put it on par to your physical health, it's it kind of makes it more, I suppose, understandable. In my opinion, anyways, it kind of makes it more understandable, and I feel that um it should be on par. mental health should be as important as physical health do you know what i mean but it's when it becomes that problem mental health problem i suppose um that that's when it becomes a more serious matter and that's when it becomes something that you should really look into detail at and think all right well do i need to go and get some help for this maybe the level of anxiety i'm feeling on a daily basis isn't that normal i hate using the word normal but you know what i mean um and i feel like a lot of people don't do that you know i'm i think a lot of people think that struggling from a mental health problem is going to make them weaker and people will judge them for it and you know that's another reason why I want to put it on par like, with physical health is in the sense that if you were fainting every night before you go before you go to sleep well if you faint before you go to sleep you just go to sleep but if you fainted it every morning after you had your breakfast you're not just gonna let that keep happening are you are 100 gonna go to the doctor and it's kind of something that like something's like oh where are you going to the doctor um i uh, just faint every day after eat my breakfast like john you know i mean that's it's grand look. you can just talk about that and the thing is i, I want that kind of level of openness towards mental health though the one thing i'd love to see in this not even this country but in the world i suppose is mental health is just treated as normal so i could open up to people and talk to them and stuff and look we are getting better at that in the sense that we are being more kind of vocal and stuff like I, I, like for instance we can say the word suicide okay and i know a lot of the older generation you say the word suicide and they all kind of look at you and it's kind of like what the fuck are you talking about and you can't say stuff like that but the sad reality is that like it's Something that's so prevalent, and we've become so much better at talking about stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? So while we are making progress towards, I just love to have a state of mind where we can talk about the likes of mental health, and it's not something that we're ashamed of. It's just something we're going through. Do you know what I mean? And look, we're going through. That's it. It's the exact same as if, if you're fainting every morning. You're not going to not go to the doctors because does that makes sense. You're not not going to not go to the. No, that didn't make sense. So right you're not going to go to the doctors because um because you're too scared people are going to look to you and think where are you f- where are you fainting the whole time where you're too embarrassed that if i go to the doctors about this it means it's real like do you know what i mean um so i, I really I, I, the stigma kind of needs to go i suppose there is still a very large stigma around mental health and that's something that i would like to think i'm working towards um like i'm on the president of the mental health society in my college and look like, i feel like that's something i'm trying to work towards this kind of getting rid of that stigma i think the best way of combating that stigma and kind of getting rid of it i suppose is discussing it it's just simply having a conversation like we're doing at the moment well we're not really having a conversation because i'm just it to you but you know what i mean just just taking the time and and talking about mental health and and t- talking about how oh, i'm getting really anxious lately do you know what i mean and, and not being embarrassed by it i suppose um because that's something I feel is really important. And I do wholeheartedly believe that once we start having this conversation, once we start having these conversations, and these conversations aren't easy. That's the thing. They're 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 hard for a reason. Because they're hard because of the stigma surrounding it. But once we start having these conversations and we kind of throw them into our like daily chats, where it's like, "Yeah, I'm feeling a bit anxious today," or "I don't know, my mood is a bit low today." Do you know what I mean? That's when we start breaking the stigma surrounding it, and and that's how we can really make a difference. Just you know, they all like I always kind of look at things and it's like, "Well, how can I make a difference with that?" I I think mental health is something that it does literally it only requires one person to help make a difference towards it and make a big difference at that looking at mental health from an irish perspective um you see there is a problem so <clears throat> i don't know what's going on with my cough but anyways so looking at the irish uh, stats for mental health you, you do really see that there is a problem so uh, in 2016 which are kind of like 2016 would be probably the most up-to-date statistics um of the Irish population was recorded as having a mental health disorder, such as having anxiety, bipolar, schizophrenia, depression, alcohol or drug use. If you put that into a European context, we rank third highest in Europe um, for mental health. You take that figure and then you go to suicide rates in Ireland. And there were, so again, the figures are kind of out of date with these, but there were 352 recorded suicides in 2018 and um, that is the lowest that we've had in 20 years but it's still not good enough it's 352 lives that were needlessly lost but again you can see that we are making progress there's obviously something happening between that stage of being diagnosed with a mental health disorder you have it roughly 20% of the population there and then with the suicide rates falling there, there is some good coming from that and I feel like that has largely to do with a lot of the charities that are in play you look at like Pieta House Samaritans Jigsaw all these mental health charities but the thing is I don't think them charities should have to exist ideally I'd love to see a world where we would have no mental health issues but it's not going to happen not going to happen anytime soon if, that's it's a terribly pessimistic way of looking at things but I I just feel like that's the truth and I feel like we're just a very long way off that and again I do feel that these charities shouldn't have to exist in the sense that I feel like we should have a better system in Ireland when it comes to mental health and it comes to um government the government response to mental health in Ireland. I'm sure most of you know that we are terrible with dealing with mental health as a country not in the sense of the stigma or anything around it in the sense of the services that we provide so um like i, I know for instance I, I know of a person who um I finally got into the adult mental health services but was told they would have a two-year wait for a psychologist which just isn't on a two-year wait for a psychologist when you need the help immediately and as a matter of fact this person was fortunate enough to get into adult mental health services between adult mental health services and child mental health services in this country it, it is appalling how hard it is to be admitted i suppose um into these services it's you know it's so disheartening when you really want to make that change like and i'm not the only one who's like i'd say most people listen to this realize how big of a problem mental health is and you really want to see that difference happen, but the help just isn't there, and you have to rely on charities and, and things like that, which which are also Pieta House. Uh, for all the the, the House do amazing work, but the, it's also hard to kind of be, I suppose, a- admitted on a regular basis to Pieta House as well. And my whole thing on it is these charities shouldn't have to exist in the sense that we should have enough of a government response and a response as a country that we don't need charities because we have enough mental health supports available for people do you know what i mean that's just my two cents on it but it all adds up though in the sense that the medical independent here has an article and it says so this is around 2018 where this is wrote um late 2018 that Staffing within CAMS, so CAMS is the Child Adolescent Mental Health Services, so staffing within CAMS is just 52% of the level recommended. And there's been a 26% increase in referrals from GPs for CAMS between 2012 and 2017. I feel as though if we really want to combat this problem, we need to sort out our mental health services as well as these charities because... When when you look at the figures there, it's it's shocking, in the sense that these people are being referred to get the help that they need, and like let me tell you, to be referred to CAMs like you, you 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 have to be in a, a dire situation, and to, so to be referred to them is wanting, but to be referred and then told no, we don't have space for you, it's just disgraceful, and then additionally suicide is the leading cause of death among the male population aged 15 to 24 years again this brings you back to like what I talked about in my self medication episode where it was kind of this it is the stigma around it where uh, um you kind of have that whole male thing I suppose because you see there it's the highest debt among the male population aged 15 to 24 years and is it something to do with the whole toxic masculinity thing but then at the same time adding two and two together that These people are referred to mental health services. There's not enough staffing in mental health services. They're not seen. When you have an issue where suicide is the leading cause of death, something's gone wrong. Something's gone really wrong. And it's not just a quick fix. That's the problem. It it really does have a lot to do with the mental health services in Ireland. But then I also feel it has a lot to do with. The whole kind of being able to talk about your mental health issues as well. uh, As I've said before. I feel as though. A lot of the times. If these issues were brought to light at an earlier stage. Intervention could happen at an earlier stage. And we wouldn't be in a situation where. You have a young 18 year old. Who's thinking of taking their own lives. That's if we started a conversation it would be normal and not normal to feel suicidal but more so normal that you're feeling low which ultimately can lead to feeling suicidal I suppose um, normal that you're feeling low and that you can talk it out with your friends and you know you can talk it out with your doctor without feeling that you're kind of damaging your reputation nearly because of how you're feeling because once we start talking about it the stigma starts to break and when the stigma starts to break it's easier to deal with from from all aspects it's easier to deal with looking back on growing up I suppose and being in my teenage years once a year in secondary school we had a class a 40 minute class on mental health and it's just not enough like the people who run these departments in the country and um, the Department of Education and stuff they have access to the same statistics that I do I've, I've just been googling them and I just don't know how they haven't made the change already how they haven't seen that maybe we should start talking about this why is it that you've a 20 year old man from Wexford talking on his podcast which 20 people listen to why why am I bringing this up and why and why, why isn't me Hall in the new T-shock bringing this up instead do you know what I mean I think that's kind of that's what makes me disheartened about the whole situation is that we could start taking these small simple but efficient steps to combat it and we're not and 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 that's what kind of gets to me on the whole kind of front of it. I've been in these situations where it doesn't seem like it's going to get better. And the thing is, I'm fortunate enough that, you know, I'm I'm doing grand. Um, so I'm fortunate enough where I got the help I needed. But I've heard too much stories of people who didn't get the help they needed. And people who were struggling in silence and didn't know what to do. So that they felt the only option left for them was to unnecessarily take their own lives. I think that's probably why I really want to see a change. Because it's it's not fair that I'm classed as a fortunate one. Do you know what I mean? Not in a sense that I'm not fortunate because I am. But in a sense that everyone else should be as well. And, and that's really what I want to see when it comes to breaking the stigma surrounding um, mental illness in this country. I feel like we've um, reached a stage now where I can end today's episode. Um, Again, look, I just really want to stress that it's important to talk about these things. It's important to talk about how you're feeling to your friends and stuff. If you find they're not supportive, find someone who is supportive, you know, and it is hard for people to talk about mental health and stuff like that. And I suppose if you're someone who is being a person who is providing um like who's listening um to how someone's feeling, don't take them problems on yourself. Sometimes it's just good to have a conversation. You can point them in the right direction to someone who can intervene more, but you can still listen without taking on the problems yourself. I think that's something important to know um on that note if you are in a situation where you're really struggling um 112 is the number you need to call that's the emergency services uh Pieta house also have a helpline which is 1-800-247-247 i'll have (coughs) more helplines and more services available on my instagram when this episode is posted Um, just you know they handy to have uh, i'm i um i always say they're just in case numbers you know what i mean you might you might not necessarily need them hopefully you never will but just in case something does happen that's kind of the way i look at it again i'd like to stress i'm not a psychologist psychiatrist nurse anything like that i'm just a man with some opinions um on a topic which i feel is very very important and I just really want to like I, I really want to get the conversation going. But at the same time, some of the stuff I might say and you might disagree with it, and that's perfectly fine. Um you know, have a conversation about it with someone, tell them that you disagree with me and get the conversation rolling on mental health. Um But yeah, that's it. That's it from me. Um uh, Diane Flanagan, it's been lovely uh having you listen to me. But on that note, thank you for listening to this. Very important, in my opinion. Very but imp- They're all important. But <laughs> very, very important episode of Jelly Dostled on a weekly basis. Get out of bed. Make a toast. Gotta get yourself a daily dose.